Hi friends, I am Riot. Hey guys, welcome back to I Am Riot, the podcast where I talk about food, Star Wars, tech, parenting shows, movies, things, and stuff. This is episode 009, and I am your host, Riot. So this week, I'm coming to you on location of my vacation. And as it happens, it's a family vacation, so of course, I have my sister and returning co-host, Molly, here. Hi, Molly. Hello. How are you? I am doing wonderful. How are you doing? Good. Good. So it's currently 11.45 Yeah, it's a PM, little late. <laughs> so we'll see how this goes. But um, And this is exceptionally exciting because it's the first time we actually get to co-host in person. Yeah. Together. So very exciting. And I got my new rig. So duly exciting, really. It's nice to not have to hold my phone up to my face the whole time. <laughs> and hopefully it sounds better. Yeah. Um, so where are we at this week? We are in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. That's right. Why? Because uh, <laughs> we like it. <laughs> Why did we drive 10 hours to the beach? That's a good question. <laughs> Especially because you live in Florida. Right. So you're like, how far are you from the beach there? 20 minutes. Right. Yeah. 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 And I'm like three and a half hours. Yeah. Well, Rehoboth and Ocean City are not all that great, <laughs> no. if we're being honest. Yeah. But you just drove here to meet us here. Yeah. 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 So we drove here because the beach is like a million times better than Ocean City in New Jersey. Oh, yeah. For sure. So it's worth the drive, I'd say. The whole time you're driving here, you're like, this can't be worth it. And then you go to the beach and you're like, yeah, this is totally worth it. Yeah. yeah. It's much less crowded here. Yeah. And our and our house is real close to the beach. Right. Walking I can literally distance. see the beach from where we're sitting right now. Yeah. So well, we're... S- sort of. Well... I can hear it at I least. I can see where it should be. <laughs> I can see the whites <laughs> of the a, waves. It's a little dark. <laughs> <clears throat> so, since we're on vacation at the beach, maybe we could talk about some beach and vacation stuff. Great. All right. So, I'm going to ask you some questions. Okay. I'm ready. And we can talk about them. You okay. don't have to answer. We can talk about them uh, together. Okay. Hopefully, we're not disturbing the neighbors. <laughs> Hopefully. Which their balcony is about <laughs> 10 feet away from ours. So they're probably wondering who's talking yeah. at 11.45 at night. But Hopefully it doesn't turn into a Michael situation from last time. Disappearing with the, turn- oh, right. with the lights exactly. turning on. What's that light? <laughs> <laughs> Gone. So, um, so you're a teacher. I am. And over the summer you get off. Is that right? Yes. I do. So what do you have to do then over the summer? Well, like, do you do you how much of a break do you actually get? I get about two months of a break. Okay. I only have to go back like three days before the kids return to school. So oh, that's really? nice. Yeah. Um so it's a nice long break. Um and I don't have to do anything. Um You don't have to get like a curriculum ready? Sorry, I'm struggling with my <laughs> with my headphone <laughs> wire here. It's uh it keeps falling, so I'm not sure what to do with it. Wrap it around your neck <laughs> like a scarf. Perfect. Perfect. Now it won't fall off. Um No, I don't have to get curriculum ready because since it's my f- fifth year, um I pretty much have everything ready. Oh, so well, that's good. Yeah. I mean you there just might be a the couple same thing th- every year. Yeah, I might add some stuff here and there, but I'm definitely a person who works better under pressure. So when it's like a week away and I'm like, oh man, school's starting. I should probably get something ready. So So I might do a couple things over the summer. Okay. Yeah. That's good. Then you get to actually relax over the summer. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Not to stress out all summer. Exactly. But I did uh, set up a field trip the other day on the way up here. Oh, really? Yeah. I got a field trip all scheduled and... Um, where are you going? Kennedy Space Center. Oh, really? Yeah. How far is that from where you're at? It's about three hours. Okay. It's on the opposite coast. So, yeah. And then we spend two days in at St. Augustine. So there's oh. another teacher taking care of the St. Augustine part. So. So will you actually get to see anything happen while you're there? I don't know. They don't normally uh, do launch dates until maybe like a month or two in advance, but there is potential that SpaceX might 
launch oh, really? when we're there. Yeah. A car or a something else? <laughs> Maybe a car inside of a giant spaceship. <laughs> okay. You never know. But yeah, it would be really cool because we already have our reservations. So we would be admitted that day if there was a right um, a launch, which would be like awesome for the kids to see. Is that at Cape Canaveral? It is. Okay. Yes. Just, that's what I thought. I just yep. want to make sure. Cool. Um, and random teacher question. Okay. Do you still get a paycheck every week over the summer? I do. So the okay. way that my school does it, some schools do it differently, but I get paid for 10 months of work, but it's spread out over 12 okay. or like two pay periods every month. Right. So 24 pay periods. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. It does make it really nice for budgeting. I know some public schools only pay you for 10 months okay. in the 10 months and then you don't get paid anything over so the summer. So then your paychecks would be higher, but then you have right. to like save it for over the summer when right. you wouldn't have a job. Yeah. Yeah. So it's nice that it makes it a little bit easier. And at what point during the summer would you find out that you have a job the next year? Or do they tell you that before the end of the school year? Yeah. We get our contracts in April. Oh, okay. so so you know you know okay and if you like weren't invited back the next year you would have known probably before april okay they would have already been in talking to you about it so yeah that's good yeah okay so should we talk about some memories memories all right <laughs> um so what is your favorite beach to go to we've been to a lot of beaches on family vacations mm -hmm. and then of course you live in florida so there's mm -hmm. beaches there so what is your favorite beach to go to? I think my favorite beach is the Outer Banks. Mm -hmm. Like if I'm going on a vacation, I think the Outer Banks is probably my favorite place to go. Yeah. It's just a, a really laid back and not a lot of people around. Yeah. Houses are generally not super close together. I mean, kind of close, but. Yeah. I was thinking that when we were sitting here, I was like, I don't ever remember being this close to our neighbors when we went to the Outer Banks. Right. Like we're like really close to them. Yeah. Yeah. Like looking down into their pool and thinking that they can look down into yeah. ours. Hearing kinda, their conversations. Yeah, kind of weird. Yeah. But overall, Myrtle Beach does have kind of the same feel. Yeah. I mean, at least this part of it. Yeah. Because we're does. not close to, I, I guess North Myrtle Beach is more busy. I don't know. Right. I think that's where we used to stay was North Myrtle. Yeah. So, but I, I would, would say Outer Banks. What about yeah. you? Yeah. Same for me, I think. Um I mean, Siesta, obviously, mm -hmm. is a, gr a good beach. But Wonderful. if I'm going there for a week, Siesta doesn't really have... I mean, it's like a good, like... I mean, I've only been there for like a day. So it's good to go there for like a day. Yeah. But I don't know if they have like houses to stay at. I mean, there's it's a lot of like big hotels and like... Yeah. Under those kind of weird motels that like cost a lot of money. Right. They have a lot of boutique hotels. Right, yeah. And then a lot of condominiums. Right. But... It's it's not really a, like, family place, I right. feel like. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I like Outer Banks. We haven't been there in a while. I know. When's the last time you were there? When we were there? Uh, I don't know. Ryan and I weren't married the last time we went, so it's, okay. been, it's been a while. while. Uh, How it long was have you guys been married? Four years. Okay. I was going to so say it's at least five years since we've been there. Yeah, it was actually the first time that... I went to live in Florida over the summer was oh. the last time we went to Outer Banks. Right, right, right. And that was after my junior year of, after my sophomore year of college. So, what, I would have been 19, so seven years ago. Yeah. I wonder how much it's changed since then. Because I, I feel like even in the time that we were going there, like every year, it kept like getting busier every time we were there. I mean, right. constant, like... If you're looking for like a construction job, that's like the place to go right. because they're constantly putting tons of new houses up there. Yeah. So it'd be interesting to go there now to see if it's as like as little people as there used to be. Right. As few amount of people as there used to be. Right. Yeah. And the first time we went, we had to drive like three hours south on. Do you remember that Outer Banks? And there oh, was like we were nobody. Where do we stay? Was it Hatteras? Nags oh, Head. Nags Head. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that... I can't remember. I remember the one year... For senior week, we went down to Avon. Okay. And I don't remember if the, that was further or not. But I remember you like... That's the thing with Outer Banks. It takes like eight hours to get there. Mm -hmm. And then once you're there, it's like 
You have to drive another two hours to get to your beach house. Right. Yeah. Which is why we always stayed like in Corolla because it was only like a half hour. Yeah, it's like right there. <laughs> yeah. So I like the Outer Banks. Um, what is your earliest beach memory? Oh, man. I guess probably Ocean City. Was that Ocean City? Yeah. With the condo? Yeah. Yeah. It was... I don't really remember if I even had a bedroom. I feel like we just slept on couches, but maybe not. I think... I know which one you mean. I think we... I think mom and dad stayed in one room. I think it was only two bedrooms. Okay. And the rest of us stayed in the other okay. room. Or maybe some of us stayed in mom and, dad, mom and dad's room. I don't know. Yeah. But I remember at least me, Matt, and Ross all staying in the one room. I know that we had to drive to the beach... Well, like we walked sometimes, right? But we across had to, like, the eight-lane highway. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Where Dad was carrying everything, <laughs> poor man. But we were probably carrying like our like favorite sand shovel or something. Yeah, laying the load for him a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I feel like I remember. I don't know if it was at Ocean City. I'm guessing it was, but we drove to the beach one time and I hated it because then after we were there all day sweaty covered in sand disgusting had to get back in the van and like sit on our towels and it was like oh 110 degrees yeah inside the van yeah and you're just like covered in like sweaty sand mixed jet so awful (laughs) (laughs) and uh I don't know why we drove to the beach I don't know if it was um Maybe we just went to a different one other than the one that we were, like, real close to. Right. Because I know that we would go to, like, um, one that was further away from, like, the busy part. Didn't we do that? Yeah. Yeah. So, I guess that's the one that we would go to. Probably. I don't remember why. but Maybe Less people, I guess. (laughs) Yeah. He didn't want to haul the (laughs) sand toys so far. I'd rather drive 20 (laughs) minutes than haul sand toys across the eight-lane highway. (laughs) And then mom left the oven on. (laughs) <laughs> oh wait, no, that was oh, in that Malibu. Was, yeah, that was in Malibu. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was. Uh, we should probably tell that story because that's one. Of, that's a good story. Yeah, it is a good story. So we were. This was on our out west trip, mm-hmm. and we were in Malibu, and we were staying at like this campground, which is kind of a weird campground to begin with. It was on like a cliff, right? Yeah, but we could see Cher's house. Yeah, isn't that right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what someone told us, anyways. <laughs> so I don't know if it was right. But the only way to get to the beach was to, like, go through, like, this <laughs> deserty brush area, like, you need a machete to get through type of deal. And you, like, go down this, like, switchback, uh-huh. and you go, like, down into this ravine and go <laughs> under the expressway. Go, like, through a and tunnel. Like <laughs> and then you're at the beach. It's just, like, <laughs> but, like, nobody else was around. I feel, I feel like we were in, like, a waterway out to yeah. the beach. And I know. It was, it didn't seem like that's how we were supposed to get there, but no. that's Especially how they told us. for one of the most popular beaches. Right. Unless, I mean, who knows? We didn't know what we were doing. So we got down to the beach, <laughs> and then, and then mom, mom thought she left the oven on in the RV. All the way at the top of the cliff. <laughs> so dad had to walk the whole way back. I mean, it was probably, I don't know, 10, 15 minute yeah. walk. It was a pretty significant walk. He had his bright orange shorts <laughs> on so we could see him the whole way. Just this, like, was that the orange. same? Were those his new shorts that he got? Probably from what was that water park we went to where his shorts ripped? That was Blizzard Beach. Oh, uh, so that was a different time. Yeah, oh, that was a different time. Yeah, yeah. But he had these bright orange yeah. shorts, and we could see him walk the whole way yeah. back. So I'm sure he was happy about that. <laughs> Probably. And things, then we were things like, that I wouldn't do <laughs> as a husband or father. It's like, nah, you didn't leave this tape on. <laughs> <laughs> then you Don't see your RV burst into the flames. Uh, shoot. <laughs> but we like went to Malibu because everyone was like best surfing waves in on in the US and it was like the flattest yeah. ocean ever. Well, no, that was that was Long Beach. Oh. Wasn't it? I have no idea. I thought it was We went to Malibu but like there was no sand. It was like yeah. shelly gravel type yeah. stuff. And um then we were there for a little while, and it was kind of garbage. Right. We well, didn't we enjoy thought. it. But then, you know, we, who knows if we were at the right spot or not. Right. So then we went to Long Beach, which was supposed to have good waves, but then that was just no waves at all. Right. And then Dad heard, <laughs> <laughs> based on a Beach Boys song <laughs> about surfing, we decided to go to Redondo Beach. And <laughs> 
And I think that was pretty much the same situation. <laughs> no, no waves really. Summing it up by saying we were not impressed with California, <laughs> California beaches. California surfing. I think we were better off in New Jersey. Probably. Probably, yeah. Or we just didn't know where to go. With the sand fleas. <laughs> yeah. That was probably one of the worst beach memories. I don't know that that was Jersey, though. I don't know where it was, but, but it I just remember awful. it was like... Was that in the water or is that on the beach? Well, there was one time where it was in the water. So you like went into the water and it felt like you were being eaten alive. Yeah. And then there was another time where there were things in the sand that were biting us. Or the flies at Outer Banks with Mac Daddy. (laughs) (laughs) So Ryan called my friend Mackenzie Mac Daddy. They thought it would be funny. It was funny. It was. I think she appreciated it. She did. Yeah. I mean... (laughs) who wouldn't appreciate being called mac daddy (laughs) um so what was 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 that your worst beach memory the sand fleet or the water lice or whatever yeah that was awful yeah i thought that was in myrtle beach as well it might have been because i think the sand fleas was probably ocean city maryland yeah but i think the sea lice or whatever it was called because we never had the problem before, no. and then we just all of a sudden had this problem. Yeah. And uh, we didn't know what it was, and someone had said about the sea lice. But it then was it wasn't awful. there the whole week, was it? No, it was just like the last day or two. Yeah. It was yeah. awful, though. Like, it literally felt like you were being, like, eaten. Yeah, you come out of the water, and you're just, like, itchy everywhere. Yeah, it was yeah. awful. Yeah, that was really bad. I would say that was probably one of my worst beach memories. Although one time, me and Jason, one of my good friends, Jason... Um, we just went for a weekend to Rehoboth Beach, just the two of us. <laughs> bad, <laughs> bad beach to go to, just two guys, I guess. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but we stayed at a campground, and um, it was awful. I mean, camping in itself, when it's raining, is already the worst. So it and was raining also. It was raining the entire weekend, <laughs> and we were camping on sand in the rain so you can't that's not a worse combination than that and so i actually had like a video that i made of that weekend and when i went back and like was making the video literally every clip i had it was raining (laughs) it's like one clip to another we're like in the car it's like yeah it's raining again so we're gonna find something else to do next clip yeah it's raining so we're gonna head back to the campground it's like every clip it's raining so yeah it wasn't that was not a good weekend but and we were in a were we in high school or just out of high school and so we got our all our own groceries for the weekend no water no water at all just (laughs) soda and amelia's had a sale on full throttle (laughs) i think that's what it was full throttle energy drink so we had had like loads of atrium cola (laughs) and full throttle energy drink and that's all we had um we made all our meals over the fire and then for breakfast, we took waffles. I don't know wh- how we thought we were going to make waffles. <laughs> but we kind of fastened the, the logs together and flattened out some full throttle cans. <laughs> and oh laid the waffles on top <laughs> to cook them. Basically, it just thawed out the waffles and they tasted like smoke. So it was pretty bad. Yeah. So that was a bad. I mean, it was good memories, but. Bad. At the time, I was like, this is, like, the worst conditions for the beach. Were your hands and feet not, like, swollen from, like, retaining water since you weren't <laughs> drinking anything? Well, there's water and soda. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, don't, I can't remember. Oh, they probably that were. awful. But, yeah, it was, it was not good. <laughs> Sand and in the tent, that's... Yeah, yeah. that sounds awful. And it's too hot. Right. You know? So I don't think I could camp on the beach. No. Well, this wasn't like on the beach. We we still had to drive to the beach. Oh. So that made it kind of even worse. Yeah. And we got to the beach and we were literally sitting there like with our towels over our <laughs> heads because it was so cold and rainy. We were trying to like make the best because you go down on a Friday, right? And then yeah. you have like all day Saturday. That's your only day and you leave on Sunday. So we're trying to make the best out of our one day there. And we were just, it was awful. That sounds so, awful. Yeah. And then on the way home, uh, I got my picture camera i had a video camera and a regular picture camera and i got that stolen out of our car oh and <laughs> on our way there this guy passed us he was all mad at us and slammed on his brakes in front of us and so i slammed on my brakes and i was driving dad's car and the brakes were grinding the entire way there and the entire way back <laughs> 
I had no Jeez. idea. I was like 17. I had no idea it was a problem. But uh, yeah, I don't think dad was happy about us driving on grinding brakes the entire way. Did that start your love for being a mechanic? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I really wanted to figure out what the problem was. Um, so that was that was probably one of my worst beach memories. Um, what would you say is your best beach memory? Um, I have a lot of really great beach memories. It's hard to choose the best one, but this one right now. Yeah. Currently. Yeah. <laughs> this memory. <laughs> um, no, I really like my senior week memories for yeah. the most part. Those were really good. Um, but I don't know. It's hard to choose. Like just like the whole week or yeah. it was like freedom or well, it was independence or. It was just fun to like be with like 20, 30 people and just like hang out right. at the house together and kind of feel like, I mean, there were adults there, but they right. pretty much kept to themselves. Yeah. Like they were really awesome. But, um, and like just funny things happen, like. We went out to the beach and we wanted to have a fire on the beach, not really knowing that that was illegal. I was going to say, <laughs> so down on that at the Outer Banks. There was like another house, I don't know, maybe like three, I don't know, maybe half a mile away from us. And so, of uh, kids from our high school. Okay. So there were like two houses. Right. So we like all went over there and we went out to the beach with them. So there's like probably 30 40 of us like 18 year olds right and we dug a hole in the sand put some logs down in it set it on fire then the next thing we know there's like these two policemen standing (laughs) (laughs) next to our group and so then not there for the soda uh, no well i mean they took some but then (laughs) they said come with us no but then so these two guys they were really nice about it like uh, it was really nice for of them but they like stood up and they were like we're the ones who started the fire so then the policeman took them to their car and basically just gave them a citation like okay. didn't get them in trouble or anything so we just had to put the fire out but that was like the first time i really ever interacted with like police officers so i was sitting there and i was like oh my word like <laughs> i'm going gonna to <laughs> i'm gonna like call mom from the like holding cells and be like can you bail me out like i was terrified that we, I was we made a fire on the beach <laughs> yeah i i really thought i was gonna get arrested i wonder what the big deal is about making fires on the beach especially there because yeah. there's not anything close by really yeah and how far could a fire spread right i mean there's sand. an ocean what they, right there right the whole i mean the sand's wet right I mean, yeah i don't know i don't know if it's like a wildlife thing like if turtles lay shells on the beach if it like deters them i'm not really sure lay shells or eggs (laughs) (laughs) i don't think they're laying their (laughs) shells on the beach yeah laying eggs speaking of that was probably another one of my favorite beach memories is um i went to mexico with ryan's oh right ryan my husband his family and we were like outside at night. It was probably like 11 o'clock at night. And I saw this like big rock looking thing. And I was like, that rock wasn't there today during okay. the day. Okay. And then I was like, I think it's moving. And it was a giant sea turtle laying her oh, eggs. Really? Yeah. And you're supposed to like, you can shine light on them if it's red colored light. Because they get scared oh. from like actual this light. Was that night that you saw them? Yeah. It was like 11 p.m. Oh, okay. And so then we like Bryce went upstairs and Bryce is Ryan's brother. Bryce went upstairs and got a red shirt and like put the red shirt around his flashlight. So it was like red light. And we walked out to the sea turtle and like watched her lay her eggs. And she was huge. Like um, probably like six feet long. Oh, really? Yeah. She was gigantic. So that was really cool. Um, And then she stay there. She stayed there, mm-hmm. okay. and then she turned around and went out back out to the ocean after she finished laying her eggs. Oh. And then... How the, do they move in the sand? It's really, like, they have big flippers in the front that they, like, push so they just up. push themselves. Yeah, okay. and then they, like, dig the hole with their flippers. Okay. And then they, like, move their bodies so that the back of them is in the hole, and then they lay their eggs out, and okay. then they t- just slowly turn around. And then they f- they flick the sand back onto their eggs to cover them up. Okay. And then they go out into do, the ocean. Do sea sea turtles need air? Not. Or do they breathe underwater? They can breathe underwater. Okay. It just seems weird for an animal that lives underwater 
to lay its eggs in dry land. Yeah, it is weird. But I guess they're more likely to survive if they're covered. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. And then, like, the next day or something like that, I forget. But we actually saw um, another sea turtle's nest hatch. Oh, really? Yeah. So, like, there were a couple of, like, tur- like little tiny baby sea turtles laying around. And I was like, oh, they're dead. And then this, like, lady came out of nowhere and she was like, oh, you got to dig them out. So she like start, just took her hand and started digging them out. Oh. Digging out these. They were like these little golf ball looking things. Okay. Um, and then there were like little turtles beside it. And a couple of them were dead. But then when she pulled, like started digging out where the those turtles were, there were like little baby ones that were still alive. Oh, really? And they all came out. And they and crawled out like, to the water? Yeah. It was really cool. Um, maybe like 20 of them. So what would they have done if you weren't there? They wouldn't have made it to the ocean. So they didn't hatch when they were supposed to because oh, they're okay. supposed to hatch at nighttime and then they follow the light of the moon out onto the ocean. Oh, okay. Um, and then, um, but they didn't hatch in time or at the right time. So it was like five in the evening when we found these turtles. Oh, so and they this, didn't know how to get out there. Right. So they oh. didn't know where to go. Oh. Um, and this lady, I guess, like lives in Mexico. So she, oh, so like, she has, going on. yeah, and it was really cool to, like, watch That's these cool. little sea turtles go out yeah. to the ocean. Like in Moana? Yeah. Did you hold a leaf over them while they went out into the water? No, but there was a, um, one that couldn't quite make it out. Okay. And so Craig actually, uh, Ryan's dad, um, like, picked it up and then put it into the water, which was really cool. So, yeah, That's it was cool. fun. What a lifesaver, that Craig. I know. <laughs> I think those are some of my favorite beach memories, but but there's a lot of them. Yeah, just none with our family. <laughs> no, there's a lot of those too. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm trying to think of any with our family. There was a time when we <laughs> was at the Outer Banks when we had to switch houses like three <laughs> times. <laughs> it was when we went with the Gishes. Oh right. Yeah. And the AC stopped working. Is that what it was? Well, yeah. So we didn't switch three times, but there was supposed to be a house. But it wasn't finished being constructed. Oh, right, so then right, we had right, to go right, to a right. different house and then that AC stopped working and then we went to a different house. So Yeah. But none of them was the one that we were originally supposed <laughs> to go to at all. <laughs> right. Right, yeah. I guess it was theirs. I mean they owned yeah. it. But it wasn't done being built right. yet. Right. Right. I think our my favorite memory of our family was when we were at that house where <laughs> There was a sign by the pool that said, do not be alarmed if you feel shocks (laughs) when you're in the pool or whatever. It's normal. (laughs) Yeah, I forget why they had that. It was like if you were in the pool and you had your hand on the ground, like on the concrete beside the pool. Yeah. Then you might feel a shock. Yeah. But I forget why that would happen. I have no idea. But it's normal. (laughs) It doesn't happen in any (laughs) other pool anywhere, but it's normal with that one. Apparently it was normal. (laughs) That was, was that the one with Mac Daddy? No, that was with Jane. Jane. Uh, oh, Nay Nay. Nay Nay. Nay Yeah, I mean, we went, I mean, just thinking of all the beaches that we've gone to. I mean, did we ever go to, did we ever go to New Jersey? One we time. Went, oh, we okay. went on a Sunday and had to pay to get on the beach. Oh, that's right. I don't right. think we ever went back. We got those tags. We had yeah. to, get to get on the beach. Yeah, we never went back to that one. It was so crowded, I remember. It felt yeah. like you were walking on everybody's blankets just yeah. to get to, to the get water. To get out to the beach. And you yeah. can't, having, I can't imagine people having kids there. I mean, having kids even here where there's like hardly anyone, it's just like, it's easy to turn around and like lose your kids. Right. And being there would be like impossible. Right. Because you can't even see the water from your spot on the beach because there's so many umbrellas and blankets and people in between. There were just too many people. Yeah. I was like, we paid 10 bucks to get on this beach. Well, that's because the the boardwalk was right there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Because that's where I used to go with Brett's family. Oh, yeah. And his parents would always buy tags for us to go on the beach. And, but, yeah, I never really liked the beach there. Yeah. It's just too much. That's why we drive. 10 hours to come to this beach i guess so so, <laughs> um so do you have anything that like you have to do when you get to the beach like, like every time you go to the beach do you have to go collect seashells or watch the sunrise or eat a crab or <laughs> stuff eat like that crab. um 
There's people out on the beach right now. I you know. You can see them with their flashlights. Well, Looks like he's running. I know. That's what I'd be doing right now. <laughs> 12 o'clock at night. We're running on the beach <laughs> in complete beach. pitch black. Maybe they're crabbing. Maybe they are crabbing. Um, Things that I have to do at the beach. I feel like my beach trip is not complete if I don't get soft served ice cream. Yeah. It sounds really stupid. Like a certain brand, like Core Brothers or just no. like whoever. I like to go to like little mm. local right. ice cream places, but it has to be soft served. Right. I'm not all about that dip. Yeah, I can buy hand dip from the store. Right. Yeah. Whenever we go somewhere, serve. I like to get soft serve. Yeah. Yeah. With the jimmies. <laughs> rainbow? <laughs> With the rainbow and the chocolate jimmies. <laughs> Uh, the yeah. rainbow always uh, always rainbow. yeah so i feel like it's soft served ice cream and th- yeah that's pretty much it mini golf yeah yeah i do like what is it about the golf. beach that makes us want to go mini golfing like, we have know. mini golf at home but we never go <laughs> mini golfing at home it's like at the beach like hey we should mini golf <laughs> yeah. i don't know what it is they, they're either. just so extravagant here that's true they're not yeah. like a piece of wood in the middle of the <laughs> golf course and that's it yeah yeah i would say for me i i usually feel like i want to go out and see the sunrise um but i doubt we're going to do that this time because we don't want to wake up the kids yeah and this is i don't know if we did last time either if we just had someone else watch the kids but we we don't really do that too much anymore right but that's something we used to always do but other than that i don't think we have any like traditions we have to do at the beach but I like to wake up early when I'm at the beach. Yeah. Bike rides and stuff like that. Yeah. Even though we don't do that at home. It's just nice because it's like all flat here. Right. So. Yeah. Riding bikes is a lot easier. Yeah. Than at home. Well, I guess you're in Florida. Uh, yeah. It's so pretty flat It's pretty flat. To. I mean, we reference the hill and everybody knows <laughs> what they're talking about. In Arizona. The hill in Florida. <laughs> yes. Actually. It's not I'm, Space Mountain. A no. different hill. It's a yeah. different okay. hill. Yeah. <laughs> It's like, hey, we're going to go out to the hill and like everybody knows what you're uh, talking about because okay. there's only one hill in Sarasota County. Yeah. We like live on top of a hill. So biking anywhere is like the worst because <laughs> you have to come back and go up <laughs> right. the hill. So I try not to do that. <laughs> um, okay. Here's a question for you. Okay. If money weren't an issue, where is your perfect vacation spot? Anywhere in the world. It can be beach or otherwise. If you could go anywhere and you didn't have to pay for it, where would you go? Fiji. Okay. Where the, like the clearest waters in the world are? Yeah. Why? I don't know. It just looks so tropical and um, like everything's so beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Um, isn't that where they have like the like cabana type things like out in the middle of yeah. the water that you can yeah. stay in? Yeah. Yeah. And they like, like the see through floors. Yeah. 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 They have like really cool little uh resorts and stuff. Yeah. They have like um these they started getting these floating pods. They're like bubbles. Oh, right. Out in the middle and then like a boat has to come bring you your food every day. <laughs> so, I don't know Kinda if Ryan dependent on somebody else. Yeah. I guess you could bring some crackers or something along <laughs> <laughs> just in case the boat's late again. <laughs> Yeah, but they, like, float, so they're, like, anchored to the ground, so you actually, like, move around. Um, it's see-through or no? Yeah. But oh. that's where you stay? Yeah. That's, like, your room? Yes. Oh. It's, like, a big bubble. But, like, there's people, like, close to you or no? No, they're okay. all really far apart. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That would be awkward. Yeah, it would be. Yeah. I think my other, like, if we're being real, like, no money let's is an real. issue. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's be real. <laughs> like, vacation, I don't know if this would be considered vacation, but would be Antarctica. Yeah. Yeah. Walk with some penguins. Yeah, that would be a little different kind yeah. of vacation. Right. I don't know why vacation. I think Jim Gaffigan has a thing where he talks about, we wait till the summertime to go to an even hotter place to right. go on vacation. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. It was weird that a lot of times we go to hot places mm-hmm. for vacation. Yeah. But, but you actually can't even go to Antarctica right now. Why is that? It's their winter. So oh. it's like negative 60 pretty, degrees. Pretty chilly. Celsius. So nobody wants to be there. No, I wouldn't want to be there. I don't know if I'd ever want to go to Antarctica. I think Alaska. Yeah. I'd want to do like an Alaskan cruise probably. Yeah. I think that would be pretty cool. Yeah. But 
if I could go anywhere, I probably wouldn't choose Alaska. Or Where Antarctica. would you choose? I don't know. There's, I think, Scotland. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There's just, anytime I see any, like, video or photo of Scotland, it's just like, that looks like an awesome place to go. Yeah. Plus, their accents are cool. I'd I like, know. I want to be there long enough to pick up their accent. <laughs> just use it permanently. <laughs> oh, you from Scotland? No, I was there for, like, three weeks. <laughs> <laughs> that reminds me of... Um, ah, Phoebe, this is Amanda calling. So sorry to catch you on your mobile. (laughs) If you don't want to catch me on my mobile, don't call me on my mobile. Uh, Monica, darling. (laughs) Monica, darling. Uh, um, Oh, what was I going to say? Oh, I also think it would be, there's so many places I want to go, but Ireland, only because... You have to be certified to pour a Guinness in Ireland. And oh, it really? takes 15 minutes to properly pour a Guinness. Hmm. And um, I just think it would be really fun to go to an Irish pub. And they have to have it posted on their wall that they're certified. Oh, really? And if they pour without having the certification on the wall, they get like severely fined. And yeah. Would you want to wait 15 minutes to get your beer? Yes. If it's a Guinness. Absolutely. <laughs> but you can get a Guinness at the grocery store here and just pour yourself well sure but i feel like there has to be something like significant about the guinness in ireland probably yeah that's where it comes from right right yep yeah i think a lot of europe would just be cool yeah because it's so old go through castles and stuff like that but they have these like i think probably one of the things i'd really like to do Rather than go like on like a Mediterranean or um a like Caribbean cruise, mm-hmm. they have like these like Viking cruises. Oh, they look so yeah, great. Yeah, they go through like all these countries through like these smaller canals. I and know. Yeah, I think that'd be really cool. I agree. I've looked at them, but they're very expensive. Yeah, yeah, but you don't just stare at ocean all the it's time. True. You get to see like lots of stuff. It's true. But yeah, I think a guy from work went and it was like, I don't know, fifteen or twenty grand or something like that. Yeah, so someday when I'm making millions, yeah, when I win the lottery. (laughs) Um, but Fiji to answer is Fiji is Fiji the one um where what's his name Agent what's his name goes to insurance no not Agent Cody Banks that reminds me at work we had a customer whose name was Cody Danks. And I kept calling him Agent Cody Danks, and nobody knew what I was referring to. I was like, uh, the Frankie Muniz movie? Has nobody <laughs> watched this? Frankie Muniz and Hilary Duff, like the two best ever. Best things to come off of. I guess Frankie Muniz wasn't even Disney. Was Malcolm in the Middle Disney? No. No. But he's kind of lumped in with those yeah, stars, I yeah. feel like. Yeah. Agent Cody Danks. <laughs> Cody Danks. Nobody knew what I was talking about, but it was so good. No, um, from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Oh, Isn't yeah. Isn't that where they're like brainwashing? Coulson. He yeah. always says he goes to Fiji. Fiji's a magical place. Fiji is a magical place. Yeah, that's the thing he says. But F-I-J-I stands for something. Oh. Uh, see, I never got that far in the series. No, you should. Know. I get to the part where he's realizing that he keeps saying that and he doesn't know why. Mm. And he's trying to figure out what happened to him. But I never yeah. found out what actually happened to him. It gets really good. And then ghost rider comes along and it gets uh, really, bad, it's really so. bad yeah cool, cool cool so that's all the vacation questions i had for you cool anything else you want to say about vacations or the beach i love it that's why i moved there <laughs> yeah. to the beach It'd be nice to be close to the beach but it is nice i like it yeah okay so moving along yes we actually got a voice message oh. from a listener this last week about our last episode about the solo movie awesome Granted, it's from my wife, oh. but hey, any any tr- interaction is good interaction, right? Exactly. So let's take a listen, shall we? Yes. Hi, Riot. This is your wife. I had a few questions about your solo A Star Wars Surprise episode. First of all, I wondered what you and your co-host thought about Han signing up for the Imperial Army. Were you surprised by that? And did you think they portrayed it as a significant part of the movie? My second question is actually a few questions about the new character, Kira. Do you think she's actually working for the dark side, or do you think she's faking it to take down Crimson Dawn? Also, what do you think about the idea that Rey could be Kira and Darth Maul's daughter? 
I'd really like to hear Molly's thoughts on that in particular. Thanks for keeping me laughing and making it fun to learn more about Star Wars. Okay, so first off, thanks for the inquiry, Melody. Um, and should we break this message down into the different questions? Yes, let's okay. do that. Okay, so first she asks, what did we think about Han signing up for the Imperial Army? What did you think about it? Well, I was kind of surprised at first, but I think he just did it to escape getting caught, basically. Um, I feel like they did kind of downplay it in the movie because I didn't think it was really a major point. I think a lot of people probably at that time were signing up for the Imperial Army because that's something you could do, mm-hmm. whereas other jobs are probably harder to find. Right. And he was a, what do they call a scum rat or whatever. Yeah. So anything other than that is going to be a good job. Right. And he wanted to be a pilot. Right. So that's like the only place... You could do that if you don't have a ship. Right. I thought it was a little like uh random maybe. I don't know. Like yeah. I understood why he did it at first because he was just trying to get away. But then I thought that it would play into like his um gun skills. Right. But he still had like zero gun skills three years later. Right. So I felt like there wasn't any development of the Han Solo character from the Imperial Army. Yeah. And then, so, I mean, maybe it was just a place for him to meet Beckett. Right. And his crew to right. be a part of like that whole smuggling thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, they could have, he could have had them meet a different way. But um, I felt like they were probably thinking... Well, this is how he can develop his pilot skills or his, you know, how right. to use a gun and everything like that. But he is already, I mean, he drives that car and you think he's good at that. And then he gets kicked out of the Air Force, whatever you call it. Yeah. Program. Right. Right. Whatever he was kicked is. out of that. Yeah. And then um, all of a sudden he's driving the Millennium Falcon in one of the scenes and he's like amazing at it. Right. Like, okay, well, where did he learn that if he wasn't? Yeah. Yeah, you don't just, like, get in the, a Millennium Falcon and know how to drive it. Right. Especially sitting so far to the right. Yeah, <laughs> I, I never understood that. I don't know how anybody that. drives that. <laughs> but, yeah, so I thought that was kind of random, but I think it was they were just looking for a way for him to get off of that place where he might get caught and right. sent back to where he was trying to run away from. Yeah. So, I guess to answer your question... I wasn't really surprised because he needed a way to get out of that situation. Yeah. Um, and I think they kind of downplayed it because it wasn't a major part of the movie. Right. It is weird to think that he was a, quote, stormtrooper. Right. For a little bit of time. And it, like, never comes up. Like, he never... Right. He seems to know nothing about the Empire. Right. In the 4, In five, the original. Six. Yeah. Yeah. Like, he doesn't act like he ever had any connection to them right. at all. But I guess a lot changed in that time and he wasn't right. with them for very long yeah kind of get the idea well three years he I was guess. there for three years it's a pretty long time yeah to be a mud trooper so the next thing she asked about was kira and do we think kira is actually working for the dark side or faking it to take down crimson dawn so spoiler alert um at the end of the movie um like the main bad guy uh voss Dryden Voss mm-hmm. is dead. Kira kills him. The so then she communicates with a Sith Lord who you don't know is who it is right away, and then you find out it's Darth Maul. Mm-hmm. And um, she, he like calls her by name and everything like that. One of the last scenes of the movie. So then you kind of wonder what's her connection to Darth Maul and the dark side of the Force. So um, do we think that she's actually working for Darth Maul on purpose? I mean, she's a slave to Dryden Voss, right. but is it all part of a plan? I don't know. I th- I think she's working with him. I think it was her way of getting out of the situation she was in, and she's stuck there, and she is now a part of it. I don't think she really has a plan other than to survive. Right. That's just how... The only way she could get out of that situation. And now she's just going to go along with it because, I mean, her life doesn't look too terrible i mean she gets to go to these parties and stuff like that so it'll be interesting to see where it goes from there yeah which kind of leads to melody's next question about Mm ray being 
Darth Maul and Kira's daughter. Yes. Um, which you actually had talked to me about before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what made you think that, that was a possibility? <laughs> I don't know. It just seems like uh, Kira is a nobody. And, um, you know, Kylo Ren talks about Ray's parents being a nobody. Right. But it seems like she has to have some sort of force, midochlorian, whatever, whatever those things are called. Right, right. Um, like in her blood. And Darth Maul was a Sith Lord or right. Sith apprentice, I guess. So I don't know. I don't know if it's necessarily going to be Darth Maul. I just feel like Kira is going to be Ray's mom. Okay. So not as, yeah, because I feel like if it was, if she was, if Ray was a daughter of Kira and Darth Maul, she would look a little bit differently. Right. But yeah, I could see that Kira might have some force sensibility because, I mean, in the last scene when she's using that sword, I mean, she's pretty good with that right. thing. So yeah, I don't know if it's just her training or if she's good with the force. But right. Yeah. I so. just think that would be like I guess everything doesn't have to be connected. I get it, but. I don't know. Just something about it seems like it would be a cool connection to yeah. be there. Yeah. Yeah. And if she's working with the dark side, I know I've talked about this before, but it would kind of explain why Snoke wanted Ray to begin with, because right. like Kylo and Ray are like you know equals in every right. way or whatever, which I talked about in a couple podcasts ago. Right. Um, but then that would make sense then why Ray was on Snoke's radar if Kira was like part of that. Right. Why he was beginning. even searching her out. Right. Yeah. Because if her parents were really nobodies, why would he even be looking for her? Right. Yeah. 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 So give a little bit of a understanding to why he was aware of her to begin with. Right. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think it would be a cool connection. But I don't know if it's if they're gonna take it there. Right. I I kind of feel like they wanna they're gonna keep these movies separate from the main story, um, as much as possible. Yeah. It would be cool, but I don't really see it happening. Yeah. But, I don't know. Um. Well, thanks again, Melody, for the questions. Um. Good to know we're making Star Wars more enjoyable for you. So. Okay, so kind of along the same lines of Star Wars, um, I just finally finished reading the Star Wars book, Darth Plagueis. So I talked to you about it a couple podcasts ago, um, and I won't be doing a whole episode on it because um, I talked about it already, but it was definitely an interesting book. So basically the story covers from when uh, Palpatine, which who is Darth Sidious, um, discovers the dark side of the Force, and he's about 20 years old. And his master um, is Darth Plagueis. Um, And then the book ends at the end of Phantom Menace, um, like the movie, um, when he becomes Supreme Chancellor and finds out uh, about Anakin and his extremely high midichlorian count and decides that Anakin eventually will become his apprentice. So that was one of the last things he says in the book, that he knows Anakin's going to become his apprentice at some point, even though at that point he's only nine and he's with the Jedi. Um, but it was interesting to see how Palpatine, um, or Sidious, whichever you want to call him, uh, and his master Darth Plagueis planned everything that happened from the clone army being made to Padme becoming queen at 13, um, to training Darth Maul and basically putting everything in place to ensure that the Sith would become the ruler of the galaxy and the Jedi would be all but vanquished. So it was just interesting to see how they facilitated all that. Um, especially I did, I had no idea that they, um, had anything to do with Queen Amidala being put into um, her place, but that yeah, was pretty cool. Yeah, I didn't cool. know that either. Yeah, and basically from reading the book, the only really reason they did that was because um, she was kind of easily manipulated. I mean, he kind of, Senator Palpatine kind of fought for her to be there, so then she had a lot of trust in him right. and just kind of did whatever hmm. he, he really wanted, kind of. So I wouldn't say it was... Um, my favorite Star Wars book, um, and it's not canon, but I would still highly recommend it um, because of all the background it gives, um, especially if you're a fan of the sequels, because it gives a lot of insight on how all these events transpired. So, yeah, check out Darth Plagueis if you need a good book to read. Great. Thanks. Yeah. So, 
Um, now that we're talking about Star Wars, should we go ahead and do the random Star Wars fact of the podcast? Of course. Okay. Best part. <laughs> Cue intro. We would be honored if you would join us. But I was going into Toshi Station to pick up some power converters. As you wish. Okay. So, Return of the Jedi had uh, almost had a very different ending. In a story development session for Return of the Jedi, George Lucas toyed, toyed with the idea of um, Luke removing dying Vader's helmet, like he does at the end of the movie, except this time he puts it on and proclaims, now I'm Vader, and turns to the dark side. So... Well, that would have been a twist. Yeah, that would have been, especially at the end of that series, that would have been, yeah, a big... That would have been a big shocker. Yeah, so I guess it's good that he didn't do that. I think so. Yeah, because that would have been, I think, a a disappointment to a lot of people. Yeah, for sure. But And it couldn't really be Return of the Jedi. Right. Because the Jedi aren't really returning. (laughs) Right, it'd have to be Return of the Sith. Yeah. Or... Another Conti- Darth Vader. <laughs> Continuation <laughs> of the Sith. It kind of gives the whole plot twist <laughs> in the movie title. Jedi are dead. <laughs> <laughs> no more Jedi. <laughs> um, yeah, so that is your Star Wars random fact of the podcast. Great. The Force will be with you. Always. Thanks again, Molly, for hanging out. Anytime. Um, always great when you're here and especially when you're here in person i know this was fun yeah so um where can people find your digital footprint okay so i do this every time and i always (laughs) forget um so my twitter handle is at m char lay m s h a r l e h and um my instagram is at molly lay m o l l i e l e h Make sure to hashtag guacamole. <laughs> are you going with guac? Are, are you going with guacamole? I'm gonna go with guacamole. Okay, I think. guacamole. G U A C A M O L L I E. Okay, I'll put that hashtag out there. Great. We'll start it. <laughs> It'll probably be the only thing under that hashtag. I'm guessing. I haven't checked, but I'm I guessing. I can't wait for it to start trending. <laughs> Don't have your hopes too high. I would say. <laughs> Cool, 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 cool. <laughs> so if you like what you heard today, I'd love to hear from you guys. Find me at Riot Podcast online. That's R-Y-I-T Podcast. And subscribe to the podcast to make sure you don't miss anything. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. I am Riot. Be safe. Be courteous. Cue outro. <laughs> <laughs> This has been episode 009 of I Am Riot, brought to you in part by Tribal Tattoos. They don't mean anything, but at least they're permanent. <laughs>